Assalamualaikum, dear brothers, sisters, all the listeners who are listening to the Blight of Reflection podcast. Um, as we've talked about some of the activities that we were, especially I was busy in over the past six weeks. When I say we, I mean it's it's a team effort. It's not only me. Like everyone is busy during these days. The entire Light of Reflection team is busy during these days. Um, people travel, go to Ziara. May Allah accept that they're Ziara. Uh, it's a it's a very spiritual time of the year. So what in this episode I want to talk about is related to the planning of Muharram. And I'll be honest, I am not an expert in Muharram planning. There are many more centers who organize this in much more effective way. And there are many more centers who spend a lot of time in doing this. And I'll be honest, like, wallah, honest to God, I was just talking to my wife the other day. The Muharram and the events that happen in a center for Imam Hussain salam, we do not make those happen. We, even if we try to call people for something, they do not show up. Let alone you want to call people for 30, 40 different days. Why would people show up coming to the same place for like some burger or some roll? It doesn't even make sense. But honestly, the majalis, the events of Muharram, are a miracle of the Ahlul Bayt are a testament of the dua that was of Sayyida Fatima Zahra that there will be a nation who will cry and remember Imam Hussain and that is what we see by our own eyes this is this was the first Muharram without the founder of Zainabiya and we were not sure how this is going to unfold quite honestly, because there are a lot of things that go in planning for Muharram. For example, you have to think about the Maulana, you have to think about the Majalis, you have to think about the topic, you have to think about the the preparation of the place, you have to think about the sponsors, you have to think about the food, you have to think about like whether people will show up or not, or the administration, etc. So there is a lot happens that goes a lot goes into the planning and then when the plan is done then there is a lot that goes into the execution of the plan so you have to be or in theory you have to be on your toes all the time and all of this because it lasts for like 40 days 50 days two months and eight days from the first of muharram till the eighth of rabi level depending on the different cultures it can be pretty tiring but honestly, we did not feel the tiredness that it comes across as being tiring. And how does that happen? I do not know. No one can say like, how does that happen? But the fact is, as I mentioned, the f- this is not our majlis. This is not our gathering. The gathering is for Ahlul Bayt al-Islam and they make things happen. 
they provide for, for provisions, they provide for the Maulana, they provide for the discussion, they provide for the administration. And that is a really important lesson that our responsibility is just to stand up, just to stand up and say, yes, we will take the responsibility. Even it might seem daunting. And even though the shaitan might say, oh, it's so difficult. Why do you want to take on this responsibility? This is a major responsibility. How are you going to do that? X, Y, Z. But us as Muslims, as Shias, we should not be worried about that as long as it is connected to Ahlul Bayt They will do the work for their own majalis in ways that we do not know. There will be support that comes from people and sources that we do not understand. Our responsibility is just to stand up saying, yes, we will do it no matter what happens. And by Allah, I am a testament to this, that things will happen from sources that we do not know. And I am telling you and telling myself that I did not and we did not do anything as compared to what it sounds like and it still happened alhamdulillah it's just that you have to have the niyyah and things will happen so that's one thing that when you're thinking about doing the majals you have to think about a lot of these things and you have to put in some effort but just keep in mind that this effort that you're doing it's not for yourself it's not for your own like your own name or your own prestige it is for the alaihi and when you're working for the alaihi they do not take they don't keep any loan they do not want people to do things for free they will provide for you blessings in ways that you do not understand in the form of barakah, in the form of provisions of this life, in the form of your health and well-being and your and the izzah that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, my dear brothers and sisters, the key lesson for all of us is always make sure that you put in, we put in our effort for the cause of Islam and let them do the rest. And do not be afraid of all the things that shaitan will incline us or will make us afraid of. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa